What's up, everybody? Welcome to Long Time Ago Radio, a conversational podcast about Star Wars and the official podcast of StarWarsPodcast.com. I'm your host, Joshua Mobley, and I'm joined by my two favorite fans in the galaxy, Alex Vargas and Rebecca June Lane. How are you two doing? I'm doing really well. Doing good. Sweet. It's good. I actually have a Star Warsy thing. Oh, to say. What, what'd you do? <laughs> I spent money, is what yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you bought, I'm going to assume you bought Galaxy of Heroes things. Oh, so close. Ah. So close. Um, no, I bought Disney Emoji Blitz things. Okay, so I don't, you guys, this is again your fault. I think everyone on the pod <laughs> knows too, because I think you indoctrinated me on the pod. Um, Disney Emoji Blitz, it's a game with emojis. It's super fun. All I care about now is collecting all of the emojis. And this weekend, I'm curious if any of our listeners did it this weekend too. Please tweet me if you did. Um, there was like a special Star Wars event. And there was an event to get Darth Vader using a new Leia and, or Luke emoji that you could buy with 200 diamonds, which I had enough of, so I got Leia. And then there was a special Star Wars box that had some recurring characters that had Finn, um, Rey, BB-8, and then a Kylo Ren, which was rare. And I was like, wow. Okay, so that's seven emojis that I need. <laughs> so yeah, I spent money. You're a collector now. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> They're not even real. I, col- even real. I collect digital trading cards, so you're in the same boat as me. Yeah. I used to do that. But I got them all. I got oh, them nice. you, oh, so you're a completist. <laughs> I am such a completionist. <laughs> but yeah, I spent... I was going to say, I'm only going to keep clicking. And like, If I get a duplicate, I'm not going to spend any more money. And then I just worked out. I got all seven. Oh, that's nice. Nice. That's how they get you. The first time, you get them all. And the second time, you're like, oh, I got two doubles. It's okay. And then you get more and more and more. I swear, this is going to be illegal very, very soon. There is no way that these kinds of mobile oh, the loot random. boxes. Yeah. Uh, who announced that they're looking into that? Someone in the U.S. government. Yeah, Yeah, because it was considered bad. gambling, wasn't it? Yeah, for children. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, I gambled today. I literally did. What's it called? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's Denmark or one of those countries uh, outlawed them forever. Like, they said they're illegal there now. They should be. So all these developers are like having to cut them out of their games and stuff. And then in ch- even in China, where like these are rampant, like there's legislation that they have to, they have to show people up front like what they can get out of them and what the percentage chances are wow. of yeah. getting whatever you're getting. Um, let me but see. Oh, that's the FTC. The FTC is looking into loot boxes. Well, if you think of gambling, week. that's exactly what that is. It's like your odds are one in a billion, but people who are barely, you know getting by with their paychecks still buy one you need to like and the lottery is one thing because at least a lot of the times that money goes to like charities and schools but in disney emoji blitz well it's something being marketed (laughs) to kids and it's hey kids get your parents credit card and buy you know that's that's dangerous like limited time only only this weekend you can only get it in this box and you have to have had this many diamonds and like nobody knew it was coming that's why yeah i i um I still buy them on occasion, but not to the degree that I did. Like I, I, when I play a lot of Destiny Two, and every season they release like a new. They're they're called engrams, and you earn them in game, uh, like all the time. They release new engrams, and they have like new dance emojis and and like Ooh. new, uh, like gun skins and just like things you can earn. 
and you, but you can spend money to get like a bunch of them at once. Yeah. And so usually when a new season would roll around, which is like every three months, I would spend like 10 bucks just because I want to support the devs. Mm-hmm. And it, they're random, but uh, they have means of protecting you against like duplicates. So anytime you open one, you're pretty much 90% of the time getting stuff you didn't have. See, that's the solution. Or I actually just thought about it. You know, if it's regularly random, but if you pay, you can pick. Yeah, oh, yeah. But it's like the same cost yeah. and you could still <clears throat> earn it in game. That would that would provide yeah. them with still the incentive where they'd get people who were antsy buying it, but Although then I've, the customer would feel satisfied. I think a lot more people are going to and it's funny that we were just talking about this before the show. I think more people are going to do the Warframe model where like literally anything in the game can just be earned by playing, but you can pay to like shortcut your way to it basically. Yeah. Um or you can use it to like trade in the player economy but like that game is super super generous like i there are times when i'm playing it and i'm like i can't believe like i didn't pay a dime for this yeah like period like there's just so many i'm getting so much stuff and i'm just and i have so much to do and there's so much content and they just keep releasing it and it's crazy and i haven't had to pay for any of it ever and yeah you think about it and uh, and what's crazy about that too is like they're so generous i feel like they're always just pushing things at you and it was one of the it was in the top 10 highest grossing games in steam last year yeah and so I- it's like the the generosity model kind of works i know this this has nothing to do with star wars but <laughs> it started by, yeah. by having to do with star wars for sure but yeah no we're all in agreement there alex what thing did you do uh well josh and i went to an antique fair in alameda and oh, we yeah. found lots of star wars i know that it was literally, literally yesterday, was yesterday and i already <laughs> forgot <laughs> and we started walking around like we had we had some ideas of what we were looking for and i think we we whoops sorry about that getting imperial <laughs> troops have entered the base um josh found uh awesome what was it the monsters oh magazine? yeah so i i was i I was on the prowl for some copies of Famous Monsters of Filmland, and I was just hoping, like, oh, maybe I'll find some in general. Like, I, I'm, I'm, like, if I find Star Wars ones specifically, that would be cool. And like halfway through, we're walking, and like from the corner of my eye, I see some. And not only is it a stack of Famous Monsters, literally the one on yep. top is the Empire Strikes oh Back. Oh my goodness gracious! One, and I just like literally point and go, and then just like, <laughs> <laughs> like ran over there. Um, so I got oh, that one and then magical. I got, I got a really interesting one that is practically falling apart, but, oh, but what was the interesting thing that we, li- it we was read? the interesting <laughs> thing about it is on the front, it says star Wars. Well, the cover of it is like King Kong fighting jaws, which is strange. It says ape versus <laughs> jaws. <laughs> and then one of the things says star Wars. It's like what Christopher Lee thinks about it. And at what? first we were like, we were like, what? And and we're like looking at, like, when did this come out? And it's in like the 1978, 70s. I think, right? Yeah, it was like 1978. We're like, why would Christopher Lee be talking about this? And we're like, is this a reprint? And I'm like, no. And then I, I, I looked, we like got in the car and looked in there. And it's, they were interviewing Christopher Lee around the time when like the Hammer film started to get bad. Because um, he, he was like tired of playing Dracula and they were just like releasing them to release them because they were so popular. The Hammer films we've talked about before were the British monster movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so he was talking about how it was, he, he brings up, he's like Star Wars and I think it's Close Encounters. He's like, are 
amazing examples of how the fantasy film can like really be awesome if they just do it well. Hey. Like too many of them are really crappy. <laughs> it was it was a fun little stuff- read. Well, that's so cool that he did. He, he was positive and didn't like yeah. talk crap about it. Because after be the break, I'll have to go. I'll have to go get them. They're still in my backpack. But yeah, I have. I got two new copies. So that was yeah, that you, was cool. And I, then what? What I, did you get, Alex? I got, you got trading some cards, trading right? card packs. Uh, a May the Force Be With You button from like 1977, I think, from when the first movie came out. So cool. Uh, I mean, I I tried to take pictures of all the Star Wars things that we saw. We I just posted them on our Instagram and Facebook to so go take a look. But like there, there was a ton of star wars like there was actually a lot more than i thought last time i had gone there there was like maybe there was that one guy with toys and then uh like every so often somebody would be like oh i have some atari cartridges in a box you know that that was like literally it and then some people would have like some old 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 toys but not like you know not things like from the 80s or 70s and stuff and then but this time I felt like there were a lot of just like random Star Wars toys and there was packages. A, it, and then stuff. we found one guy who had just stacks and stacks of just toys, like they had no price. That's where I found the trading cards, and he had boxes and boxes of just magazines and comics. That guy, that guy bummed me <laughs> out, and I thought that my entire uh, not 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 because he was mean, but he bummed me out because he had like so much cool stuff, and then I was digging through all the comic books, and I found. Like the like one of the first issues of the Dark Shadows comic book, and if for anyone that's been following me on Twitter lately, I've been like getting sucked into Dark Shadows, which is a really old soap opera from like the (laughs) '60s, and but it's about like vampires and stuff, so it's like it's how I get away with it. Uh, And I found it. The problem was that the cover and the back of it were completely gone, and it was just the inside of it. Mm. so that was heartbreaking so i was like i'm not buying this and i dug through all his magazines like no famous monsters and then i asked him it's like do you have famous monsters of Filmland?" and he goes ah you know some guy came here like really early in the morning and literally bought all of them Whoa, <laughs> I was like, yeah i just hear josh from like five feet away go Arr! yeah <laughs> but then it's like man like, that's I, I didn't think i was gonna find two aisles any, later and then i found some yeah and, and, and something hey, like that <laughs> k uh k was the inside joke of the we're all just the standing there and some lady's like on her phone i'm in IOK. okay k where are you it was fun yeah. but yeah those tons of star wars there it was really cool to see yeah do you think that um since the resurgence of the films and all and like the explosion of popular culture like older people are like oh maybe i should dig up my i know i have some star wars stuff somewhere i bet the kids want to pay well, money yeah, for definitely, this now but we saw some stuff that was you know priced correctly and then there was one guy who had three figures loose in a ziploc bag missing all the pieces yodo was like missing half of the body and he wanted 40 dollars. oh yeah that was the mm. that like, was nah. dumb like and none of the figures were like oh, related to and each they were other from at different all different years he had a vintage <laughs> uh like ponda baba with a new biker scout with like a clone wars yoda one of, one of them was, just... was like one of them was like chewbacca from those yeah. fisher price ones were like the big old fat shit it was it, we were like what is this guy thinking but it was cool Aww, to, it was nice yeah. to see that much star wars you know just at a flea market because that's that much is rare at least for us i love Do you it think... sorry go, go ahead, ahead. <laughs> um well i was gonna say i wonder if this is a sweet point 
between you know the relics from the old days still being around and before the oversaturation of Disney because it's not like anybody's running around like and you know some people are really excited about Disney stuff but I feel like there might be an over commercialization point where it's not like you're gonna run around and be like oh look here's a you know Star Wars thing from 2017 that they sold at like every Disney shop yeah you know right. what I'm saying? I think it depends on too what you're 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 looking for like for me I was trying to find carded figures and trading cards i didn't find that many carded figures but the fact that i found trading cards made me really happy but if you're a vintage puzzle collector i mean those were there too so certain things would catch my eye and i'd gravitate towards yeah. it and then other things yeah there were star wars and i'd look at them but i'm you know i'm not going to go and buy it it's it was it was just it was a really nice mix of stuff and it and none of it was new i think the early the the newest stuff was like the phantom menace Except for that Clone Wars weird thing. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> it, it was fun. Yeah. Well, super fun. That's so much fun. Spe- yeah. Speaking of buying, cool. about, buying stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. segue. unless Josh has anything else. Uh, no. That's that's pretty much it. It's the only Star Wars-y thing you did? <laughs> Bye. Uh, other than catching oh, up on yes. Resistance. Oh, no. And I had a feeling maybe you were going that there next. That we finally started oh. Resistance. So, so Becky, don't feel bad. We're only two and a half episodes in because um, we might have fallen asleep during the third episode. But that was just because it was late oh. at night. Uh, so we're going to continue watching it. We're hoping to get it caught up by the end of this year. So, so I started watching right when you started watching. We had the same idea at the same time, I think. And I got so excited by like the first five minutes of it that I immediately messaged you guys <laughs> and then got sucked up on something in Twitter and then <laughs> finished the episode, which I blame on America and the internet. <laughs> um, but I was so excited by the first five minutes. I think what it really was is I was busy. I was going to bed and I just was so excited by the first like five minutes that I'm like, no, I need to like reserve real time because I'm going to love it. I know I'm going to love it. So I'll uh-huh. do it. Harass me. Harass me. We have to harass we each will, other, Alex. We will catch up. Okay, we have... What is today? We have 27 Today's days Monday. to finish. And how many episodes are there? Right now, there's nine, I think. Or no. There's eight or nine. I, I just watched whatever episode aired yesterday. I think, I think yesterday, with that, today. that's nine. Yeah. So I think so. Let's, let's try to do at least two a week, Becky. If we can do two I a like week, it. we'll be Whenever, good. They're yes. only like 20 minutes long, so you'll <laughs> you'll blaze through them. And I watch, I watch like 80 Dragon Balls this week. It's just so bad. <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah, but Dragon Ball doesn't really have anything happening most of the time. So I can it's play like, Galaxy of Heroes while I watch Yeah. They're just standing across from each other going, I'm going right. to destroy you goku it's like you will in seven <laughs> episodes like next episode <laughs> yeah truth truth um i uh i actually <clears throat> resistance the art style i'm still not 100 percent on board with i'm at peace with it but <laughs> the show started off and i was like this is okay and then by like four episodes in i was like all right but by i got to like episode seven or eight and now i'm like okay like it's getting good now. Like it's it's starting. You know what I mean? It's like starting to kind of pick up and get I'm going. So like I, I so feel excited. like the first couple of stories are like we have to tell you about mm-hmm. these characters. You know? Yeah. 
which like, is normal. So That's TV, it's, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I was just like, let's go. And then, and then, now that I'm starting to kind of learn about, you know, you learn, you start to learn more about specific characters and like their backstory, and then you start to actually see like the beginnings of character development in some of the in some of these people. Um, I'm like, oh, I kind of see where they're gonna go with this. Can but I? It makes me excited. You Can know? I ask a, a general question that yeah. I, it just no spoilers, but like I've only watched the first like five minutes. Is there already or will there be smooching? Um, I don't <laughs> know, <laughs> honestly. Well, because gonna... I feel like early on in Rebels, we were like, okay, Kanan and Hera are like a fun thing to watch. Does this that show, at least true. in the first three episodes, I mean, I'm sure you know a lot more, Josh, but it doesn't feel like there's really that much romance in this. Yeah. Not really. I, I mean, there, there could be, <laughs> like, there could, like, there could be. Based on the episode that I just watched, Ooh. I was like, okay, like, I could, like, if this becomes a thing, I could see that happening. They didn't allude to it at all, but I, yeah. like, there's a moment between, there's, there, well, there's a back and forth between two characters that happens for an entire episode, and I was like, okay, yeah, if that happened, I could see it. Like, it yeah. would be kind of obvious a little, but it's like, I could see this happening, but I'd be, I'd be at peace with it. But I, I don't, I don't honestly know. There's still eight episode, eight, nine episodes in, they're still kind of introducing characters and there was a character they introduced in the first two episodes that goes away for like six episodes and then all of a sudden like the one i just watched is like a whole arc about them i like that Ooh, i yeah. like that 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 you know but another part of me is like when are we gonna get off this raft is oh so you're kind of watching water world thing <laughs> yeah so far like i mean everything's on the on the what's it called the thing floating in the middle of the ocean yeah yeah, it's like the <laughs> Leviathan or the yeah. or the something, you know, the big floating raft. Like so I'm just gonna call it the raft. Everything's on <laughs> this raft atoll. so far, and it and they're dealing with like Ooh. pirates and stuff. Is like the main the main focus of the show is like you know, cause is a spy, but like that doesn't come up that much mm-hmm. right now. Like the main focus is like pirates keep attacking. Can I say pirates one thing fun. that I've really enjoyed yeah, about the show so, so far, though, and then we can continue with other stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have a mix of alien species from every single trilogy. You have nice. prequel, you that's have original, true. and you have these new ones, like the sequel. You have them represented all. And that's what I was really hoping for the movies, like for the newest ones. And it's yeah. kind of set. Shout out to the right? fat rodeo. Oh, my God. I was <laughs> so I've seen in a couple episodes, actually. Like, they're showing it. <laughs> it just beautiful. works so well when you mix all these things in. And it's like, yeah, give give us more of that. That felt more Star Wars than yeah. some of the other scenes from uh, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. And I actually thought that the comedy was going to be too, uh, a little too childish. But I actually find myself yeah. laughing at it. So, I don't I know. I feel what like that... they have their, their kind of child appropriate humor down they have since the original star wars there's a quirky kind of sarcasm Mm -hmm. to the universe that goes over really well for all ages i feel it's a good Mm -hmm. show i'm looking forward to to catching up yeah as it goes on i get i'm becoming more and more invested and i'm enjoying it can't wait yeah Anyway, uh, shall we get to the topic of the show? Let's do it. 
Once again, you're listening to Long Time Ago Radio, whether you're from the class of 77 or, or I almost said Rogue One, or Solo is your first Star Wars film, you're welcome here. Now on with the show. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not call on Yoda's Jedi. The Empire is coming to town. We have a Death Star. We've tested it twice. Tracking down rebels and ending their lives. The Empire is coming to town. I have a very bad feeling about this. Kind of <laughs> All right, so for this week's topic, we're going to be doing a bit of a holiday buying guide, shopping guide, however you want to call it. There's all kinds of Star Wars stuff coming out all the time, and you you try to you try to buy the best things you can for the people you love especially the ones that like Star Wars stuff. But where do you even begin? What do you get them that they haven't already gotten themselves? Well, the good thing is that pretty much anything you ever wanted to buy has the has Star Wars on it, or yes. they've made a Star Wars version of it. So we're going to point out some really cool things that you can buy this holiday season. So uh, where do we begin? There's a oh lot. God, There's a lot so of much. fun stuff. If you want, we can just <clears throat> take one and talk a little bit about what it is. Sure. I'll uh, let me let's I'll start first here. We've got the Hasbro Toys uh sale which is at hasbrotoyshop.com. Free shipping over $15 and they've got like just tons of stuff. Toys, figures, collectibles, t- like tons of stuff. And like weirdly San Diego Comic-Con exclusives that I'm yeah, guessing so never sold out. Yeah, you can actually out. find a lot of the exclusives, even some of the international exclusives they'll release later on on Hasbro Toy Shop. So if you can't make it to a convention in Germany, just go there and get it there. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness gracious. At first, I thought it was just this first page of things. And I was like, this is a really random selection of toys. But then I realized there's 242 yep. items. Yeah. Wow. A lot of stuff. Lightsabers, okay. toys from Solo. And just from this first page, I really like the Ray and Kylo Ren black series centerpiece they're going after each other yeah that was like san diego comic-con exclusive and what's really cool is that it actually does a smoke effect underneath and the back (gasps) lights up that's Mm -hmm. really cool it's 110 dollars, but free shipping (laughs) (laughs) also star wars trivial pursuit i i'm like tempted to buy that just to have the trivia cards and do a question every episode Ooh. I I've, used... I've I've seen podcasts do that before with like other things, but Yeah. I used to have a Star Wars Trivial Pursuit and it was super boring because no one would play with me. And it's like, hey friend, come over. Wanna play a game about this game movie you've never seen that I've seen <laughs> six thousand times? But yeah, yeah, you can get blasters, so Darth Vader helmets, vintage collection toys, Mr. Potato Head, Han Spud Solo. I mean, there's there's so many toys, and I mean, it, even if you don't know oh what someone God. likes, a Mr. Potato Head Chewbacca toy, like everyone likes that. So that's true. Uh, I'll go. I'll go to the next one. Yep, yep. yep. So uh, if you have never heard of R2KT, I'll explain to you who R2KT is. Uh, it was started as a droid for a little girl. I, I believe she had leukemia, 
and it was kind of her droid that her dad made, uh, the founder of the 501st Legion, and it was her, like, guardian angel droid. And unfortunately, she passed, I think, when she was nine years mm-hmm. old, but what they've been doing is with this droid, they've been making merchandise every year for all the different holidays, and it's all fundraiser money. So this year, they released uh, three patches that you can get for a patch collector, or if you just, you know, like pink uh, R2 units. And they have a Hanukkah one, mm-hmm. a How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and Nightmare Before Christmas patch. So if you're interested in, in any of those, go to uh, r2kt.com and you can learn more about the droid and get some cool patches and, you know, give some money for uh, Toys for Tots this year. Uh, boop. All right, go for it. I like the Nightmare Before Christmas patch because not only is it Nightmare Before Christmas, and I love Nightmare Before Christmas, but you can use it from Halloween all the way through Christmas, which is the beauty of that film and little r2 is so cute and it has zero (laughs) and i love this idea i love the whole concept that's great for sure i also love nightmare before christmas it's the one vhs my parents threw away because they couldn't take it anymore what (laughs) could you watch it so much i watched it so much yeah i too they're like i don't know where it went (laughs) (laughs) just wore itself to dust that's brutal it is brutal Plus, I would have loved that. That's like best case scenario. Those songs are the jams. Anyway. Yeah, they're great. I, I have that soundtrack and uh, play it regularly, actually. Next thing you know, Nicole will be like, you know, that, that CD just disappeared. And it <laughs> yeah. The thing itself I on have Spotify. She's like, oh, good. <laughs> All right, what's next? All right, coming next, this is a Target exclusive. It's the Star Wars Force Link 2.0 three and three quarter figure six pack uh what's really cool about this is if you're a troop builder like me or you just like collecting uh like the troopers this is just full of troopers it's from uh the solo star wars story movie it comes with an imperial patrol trooper tie fighter pilot mimbon stormtrooper mud trooper han solo as a mud trooper and a stormtrooper officer so Ooh. you can only find this at target you can get them online but if you like toys you like all these troopers this is perfect for you or i guess it's for someone else because you should be shopping for other people right now is the force link stuff only through target no force link uh, is everywhere uh the force link oh it says hasbro it's hasbro hasbro uh it's, it's similar to what we got back in what 1999 with that weird chic razor thing and the little right. bases uh so what you do with these figures is you wear the armband has a little battery in it the speaker's there too each of these figures has a small microchip embedded in the foot. So when you're holding the toy, that's how the sound comes out. And they're doing the same thing with a lot of the ships, too. So the ships don't play the sound unless you have this force link thing, which is oh. kind of a, I mean, that makes you buy another toy. But you can find these force link bands really cheap, and they always come with a figure, too. So nice. it's, it's not too bad of a, of a deal. Cool. Like kids, I mean, they're not even going to have to, like, pretend anymore. They're just like gonna be yep. able to do all the lines from the movie no yeah. imagination required <laughs> nope so this next one's actually really awesome um it's a book called star wars icon Han fun Solo. fact from yes. the from the employer that i uh recently worked at mm, so buy <laughs> this book i've held this book in my want. hands it's actually very cool yeah it looks cool it looks yeah. well made um it looks, uh, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, this book covers the character's entire journey from his genesis in George Lucas's first drafts of Star Wars to Harrison Ford's iconic performances in the original three films and The Force Awakens and the character's rebirth in Solo. The book also takes an in-depth look at Solo's role in the Star Wars expanded universe. Interesting. Through novels, comics, mm-hmm. video games. Has he really featured in a video game? I feel like he hasn't. Um, Solo? And more. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's been in most of the, like, I mean, he's been in like you know the the Super Nintendo like Super Star Wars and all that like like not as a playable and... character but like a background guy. I think he's, he is in Jedi. Is I think he? You can, yeah, in Super Return of the Jedi, I oh, think you okay. can play as Solo. Yeah. It also says that this deluxe volume also features exclusive new interviews with Harrison Ford, Alden Ehrenreich, um, Mark Hamill, Billy Dee Williams, Peter Mayhew, Ron Howard, J.J. Abrams, Lauren Kasdan, Jonathan Kasdan, and many more key creatives. Uh, it just looks really pretty. I don't know. Have they done other of these Star Wars icons books, Josh? Um, not currently. I don't think. I think I think this is the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And as we all yeah. know, this is Rolling Stone's pick for the best Star Wars character ever, if we remember from that day. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? That was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> good old Rolling Stone. Well, it's forty dollars, so that's pretty good for a book that looks this. All right. Nice. I have to ask, did you put this eBay listing in here as a joke? <laughs> I put eBay. it in here because it's affordable. We brought it up multiple <laughs> you times. you see the last picture? <laughs> oh, my God. It's okay. horrific. So, All right, real quick, ahead. that has to be the cover of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, no one knows what we're talking about. No. So... <laughs> Alex has decided to include a link to an eBay page that links to Star Wars Jar Jar Binks Monster Mouth Tongue Candy Dispenser. <laughs> and the last word of the title is all caps, DISTURBING. <laughs> DISTURBING. Oh my god. The condition is used with the comment, the candy is gone, thank goodness. Um, yeah, so if you want to buy a used Jar Jar Binks, Binks Mouth, uh, you can Ooh. find it. For $12. It's a, it's a fun gag gift. Or, you know, I'm sure there are serious collectors out there that would like this. It's $12. Come on. I like it. It says condition used and then quote, the candy tongue is I, gone. Thank goodness. I just said that. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's too busy laughing. With <laughs> the, the third picture, everyone, it's just like the opened jaws. Oh, and the sucker is gone, but there's like some sort of red... Filament yeah. still there. The it's, little holder bit. But his his jaws are just far too open, and it's it's <laughs> disturbing, as the name suggests. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but just remember, there were like comments or th- something. This is know. affordable. It's a good gift. People, twelve dollars is not affordable. Hey, it it has free standard shipping. Come on. Yeah, but still, <laughs> you could ship this in an envelope. Oh. Come on. Okay, well, the next thing is actually cool. Someone talk about the next thing. I got I got this one. Gentle Giant. They make some nice things, some really cool, cool things. Okay, yes. God. Sorry. It's like, it was like, you want the cookies? I'm like, yes. My God. <laughs> they are releasing a 100th episode commemorative statuette for the Star Wars show. And they did, for the Star Wars show, they did basically this, like, joke celebratory episode where they did a bunch of skits and funny things so they have made 500 copies of this hand-painted statue that is a gonk droid with 
a chopper on top holding a camera and a mouse droid that has headphones on it. It has a microphone. It has the little uh, key that says the Star Wars show. And key for people uninitiated is the is the little thing where people will be like, take two, and they just slap it down. Like you'd see them making movies. That's a key. Right, Becky? I'm not wrong about that. Um, right? uh, I've heard it called, you know, a, a slate or, um, you know, the, sticks. The or... clacker. The clacker I haven't heard. When I was... The the last set I was on, they were calling it a key. So I, I don't know. No, but, I mean, I'm, I, yeah, yeah, you know, it's a bunch of you know film slang. It, yeah, we but, knew what. As long as everyone knew what we were talking about, <laughs> it made sense. It makes I'm this sure you're out. right. I'm sure you're right. Yes. They'd be like key. Yeah. They'd be like key the scene is playing. Oh, there you go. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah, this but this uh, mini statue is really cool because if you look at the bottom, the base is based off of the table that they have for the TV show. And they originally made this kind of as a gag idea, and then Gentle Giant was like, uh, hey, we should actually make it. It's really cute. It is. It's limited to 500 cool. pieces, and I don't think it's... It's only $150, so it's not too expensive. Um, it's it's really What's, detailed. What? How how big is it, I was though? just going to ask that same question. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I don't think they've announced I don't, I don't, it. Has it. It doesn't have a... My yeah, guess is like 10 inches. That's probably a good yeah. size. You're looking at a minibus size. Mm-hmm. It's cool, though. Yeah. It is cool. It's very unique. That's a good one. Yeah. Her um, universe. Yeah. Hang on. Whose turn is it? I just did that one. It's Alex. I'll turn. do this one. So <laughs> yeah. uh, no. the past few years, uh, Her universe has, so I mean, they have really cool sales. They have lots of different uh, IPs. They have Marvel, Star Wars, Doctor Who, tons of stuff. But during the holidays, they typically do a free uh, holiday pin. And this year, they're doing it again. It's a Porg with a Santa hat and a sweater. That's and so it has a card signed by Ashley Eckstein. Uh, it's uh, free for, I think, uh, the purchase of $25 or more. So if you like collecting pins and you're also going to buy something from her universe, get it soon. That way you can get this free pin and the signature. So, mm-hmm. so cool. And there's just so, I I've kind of avoided going on this site because I know I'll just buy things because there's just, oh, look, they have, <laughs> they have a t-shirt of that Leia and Padme drawing I love so much with the, where, where, where Leia's sitting at the mirror and she sees Padme's reflection or she doesn't, uh-huh. she doesn't, she's holding, that's great. Oh, it's my turn. Sorry, I was looking on her. Oh, no, fine. There's, there's tons of stuff. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if, if you're going to buy... Oh, and things are on sale right now, too. It's the holiday season, so definitely yeah. if you want to get something from her universe. And they have things that are now unisex. So, guys, we can yeah, get shirts uh, from there, it's, too. It's Woo. our universe. It's our yes. universe. On that. They have unisex. I have, I have the Millennium Falcon jacket from our universe, and it's awesome. I get comments on it all the time. Well, this next one's just ridiculous and slightly <laughs> unnecessary. Uh, Pet Petco. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is not unnecessary what? because I have purchased these for our cat. <laughs> I just don't know why they have to be mice. Okay, it is a two-pack on Petco for your cats or dogs <laughs> of really poorly made mice toys. One of them, I'm not even sure. Poe. Oh, it says he's Poe. I guess he has, I guess, a jacket. He doesn't have any arms, so it's not like his arms are through the jacket. He has hair-ish, 
And then the other one is BB-8, but it just is like wearing a sheet that's colored <laughs> like BB-8 and it has a little hat. I just don't know why they have to it's be cosplay mice. Cosplay mice. Yes. They are, they are, there you go. They are they're, mice. Now you know why they're 65% off. They are $1.75 for the two-pack. Well, if so, you, if you look, take these away. right now Petco's having a sale on all of their licensed uh, toy toys for cats and dogs. Okay, well, they have so many other cute things. Ooh, like this Star Wars lightsaber, like, training thing for a cat, like the fishing pole type thing. That's fun. But a lot of it's out of stock. That's the only issue. Uh... That's, yeah. But guess what is in stock? The Star Wars Ewok cat hat? No, that one does suck, too. The uh, BB-8 and Poe mice cat toys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's ridiculous. They're fun. Right. It's it's really cool. At Star Wars Celebration and at Comic-Con, Petco had a small corner in their little pavilion area. At you know, They showed all these toys, and if you went early, they would give you a free Captain Phasma mouse toy. That's wonderful. Nice. Yeah. This next one is amazing. Alex, I'm so glad that you put this list together. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful thing to put in your kitchen, your bedroom, oh any room. The- the Wookiee family portrait from Acme Archives. How did you uh, even it, find this? Oh, I, I it's on my wish list. <laughs> it's on your wish list. So Acme okay. Archives does a lot of art. They do a lot of stuff for Disney. They're at Comic Con every year, and they they're the ones where if you're if you're walking around and you see the giant like ten foot by eight foot painting of Darth Vader, it's usually them selling it. They have lots of cool art. And, and right now, uh, they've been pulling in a lot more of, like, the fantasy, like, non-canon stuff. And this fits into that perfectly. Dude, these are so cool. I'm looking at some of the Indiana Jones one. And uh, they have the Pankot Palace. Mm-hmm. Which is a, <laughs> a joke that we used to say all the time. They have a little tab for Power Rangers. That's And then they cool. have uh, really cool character keys, too, for a lot of the Rebels characters. So if you like Ahsoka character, oh. character key, uh, Hera... They did some animated versions at one point, and Acme Archives has also done giant Disney pins. So you have, like, Little Mermaid, but you also have Star Wars. Like, I have a giant Acme Archives. I think it's three inches across, and it's just uh, TIE Fighters and Darth Vader's TIE Fighter on it. Like, they're really cool. They have cool stuff. They do have cool... Like, I didn't know what you meant by, like, keys, but these are, like... They have the characters, and I like the color key reference. That's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but the one you linked us to, I don't know if we described it well enough. Uh, it is a family portrait with the Wookiees. There's Chewbacca, what I could only assume is Lumpy, and who's, who's like, rebelling, maybe? Or Whatever is that... all the kids were. One of them has a mohawk, if you can tell. <laughs> and they're posing in front of, like, in a regular living room with a bunch of family portraits. Like, I see Chewbacca catching a fish by a, by a lake, and they're in Paris. The best part is this hairless cat they have yep. on the carpet. <laughs> on the floor because of course Wookiees would get a hairless cat because otherwise I feel like they they feel like they were owning their own kind so yeah great $125 worth it what's next Star Wars Women of the Galaxy which is a hardcover book by Amy Ratcliffe and has amazing art in it and uh, I, you know what's funny is I thought this book was more expensive. It yeah. was, and then they cut the price. I think it was originally MSRP for 40 Yeah. I'm like, 
1799 is not bad. I was surprised, yeah. it's And it has beautiful, beautiful art inside. Yeah. Wasn't this presented at, like, New York Comic Con or something? I feel like... Yes. I've... Maybe? Yeah, we, yeah, we've talked about it a few times, and they've been re- releasing more of the images. Yeah, it's it's for a hardcover book with this much art for $18. That is a really good buy. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I remember seeing some of these pictures before. I could actually... Every, every Christmas, I end up needing, like, one thing from Barnes & Noble. So I go to Barnes & Noble, and I sign up for like, to be a member for the year. And then I never buy anything till the next Christmas, but, and, and it looks like it's going to happen again. <laughs> All righty. What's next? Ooh. <clears throat> Excuse me. The scaled Han Solo and carbonite plaque wall decor. For $200. Yeah. This thing looks heavy duty though. It's 17.5 inches tall. Looks like the and... size of a normal, like an average woman's torso mm-hmm. yeah but it's apparently to scale uh and, but shipping is also 20 bucks so this thing must be like a beast um it, it's a d and it comes from a detailed scan of the original filming prop and it was hand finished for casting in the usa each is hand painted okay so for me if i were to get a carbonite plaque wall decor of of han solo i'd want them to change it a little bit you know <laughs> the actual face looks so uncomfortable and kind of smooshy you know i'd want to give it a little more harrison ford you know what i'm saying maybe so he's giving some thumbs up he's got a calm hair <laughs> he's got you know that vest on this is where you get to be creative. This is where you yeah. get to add your details. But what's really cool about the the plaque is that they have this larger one for 199. But if you if that's too much, you can get the mini plaque, which is 44.99, oh. and only has a $12.50 for shipping. What? I'm sorry, I went ahead a little bit. This next one is super cool. Don't jump the gun. <laughs> Real, uh, don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. Uh, so Regal Robot has had the Star Wars license for a few years. Uh, we'll talk about one of their other really cool items that they make. We saw them at Star Wars Celebration Orlando, and they had a do-back. It was a custom do-back couch, and it was what? for sale. But what they, Wait, was it furry? Uh, it was scaly. I'm sorry, not do Yeah, no, do-back. It was do-back. scaly. Oh, scaly, scaly. Yeah. I'm thinking of um, the other ones. The, the, um, the elephants, right? Relevant. Yeah. We just had a whole thing about yeah. these guys. The Banthas. Banthas. Yes. Continue. So what's what's really cool about Regal Robot is that while they do they they've started making these small things that are cheaper, like they have a mythosaur skull. They have three different sizes. These are more accessible to you know the everyday collector. They also have the license to make really 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 cool and really expensive things. And if you're like, hey, I have you know thirty thousand dollars to drop, can you make me something custom? They've worked it out with Lucasfilm that they can do that for you. What? So I think it's time that we should probably get into the super expensive stuff. So uh, I found one, two, three, four, five things. And the cheapest one out of these five is uh, $500. And if you want, we'll just keep going and going and going. Oh, goodness gracious. (gasps) Okay, okay. I'm going to want all of these things. What is this first one? So this first one is a reproduction of the crew jackets that were worn during the making of the empire strikes back 
Wow. This is what I was just talking about. This looks super cool. It looks beautiful. They've matched it as close as they could. The same kind of colors. Uh, it's made by uh, Columbia. Lucasfilm worked together to make it. They are being released on December 7th, and they start at $500. <laughs> yes, so it, it's it's a it's expensive. It's but it's, Guess I'll never wear it. But here's, here's <laughs> the really cool thing that they're doing. So while they're $500... Say you have, you know, two thousand dollars to to drop. If you have those two thousand dollars, Mark Hamill is signing thirty of these jackets, and they're going to sell for one thousand nine hundred and eighty dollars, with the proceeds going to college access programs and scholarships. Oh wow! So you'll be able to find these in New York, uh, Buena Vista, Florida, downtown. They're a downtown Portland flagship store, and in Seattle, Washington. That's really cool. They come in like a fancy little box, it looks like. Um, I do like the box. Mm -hmm. I wish that if I got the sign, like how do you sign a jacket? Because once they sign the jacket. I assume you sign, they're signing the box. Mm, Because I was going to say, then I can't wear the jacket. Well, if you're spending $2,000, I'd be afraid to wear the jacket. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. I will also say that I am usually in New York during this time of year. And in downtown, there is a line like around the city for the freaking Canadian goose jackets. And <laughs> I know those people drop a lot of money on the exact same jacket that the next person's going to be standing on the subway with them wearing. This is a better use of your money, nerds. Go out there and get this awesome jacket instead of another goose. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful jacket. Uh, Josh and I saw one of the originals. At, well, if you go to Rancho Obi-Wan, they have one of the original crew jackets there on display. Where did they film? Where was this? Do we know? Uh, uh, I don't remember. Oh man, I can't remember. They I have was, so many like stories about it too. And I, I was hoping remember. it would say in this write up, and I can't find it. But uh, must have been pretty cold. Uh, Norway, I think. Norway. There you go. Yeah. Up in the cold of Norway. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so exactly that co- that was a, a pretty cheap item. Now, if you're if you're into getting, if you like Legos, and you like the Millennium Falcon. They released a a super detailed master set for uh, only seven hundred and ninety nine dollars. It has seven thousand five hundred forty one pieces, and yeah. the box comes with a little roller, so you don't have to carry it. You can roll it places. How long until uh, they just make a Millennium Falcon Lego that is like to scale, <laughs> <laughs> and well- it's. Uh, you know, a million pieces or something. Well, I was going to say, this is not the first Millennium Falcon mega set that Lego has released, no. right? No, this is, this is not their first, but this is the largest. So the, the last one, I think, was only at a foot and a half. This is at uh, almost three feet long. This is 33 oh inches long, 8 oh inches God. high, and 22 inches wide. If you go to the Lego store in uh, downtown Disney in Disneyland, they have one on display there. Uh, honestly check out your local lego store my guess is they have one there too oh my gosh the last picture is a dude holding it and it's huge yeah it's big but look you get all these different characters you get two different porgs you get a bb8 you get like the it looks like you can play they give you the characters so that you could play either like um empire or force awakens (laughs) they do they even give you pictures the the different satellite (laughs) dishes yeah It's great, though. It's great. I, I envy the, the wealthy, wealthy child that gets to play with this. You better not lose a single piece. Oh, and for a while, this is also the only set 
they had the Porg minifigure. It's so cute. Yeah, that guy looks they, super content. And they get, give you two of them. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's uh, if you have $800. That's now, great. say you have 1500 uh, We're going to go back to a regal robot again. This is the Star Wars Emperor Throne armchair. Wow. Yes, please. Okay. Just so you know, uh... this item is made to order, and it delivers in 8 to 10 weeks. But it's it, they deliver it, uh, as they say, in with white glove. White glove home delivery costs mm. between three hundred and four hundred dollars. But I mean, this is a beautiful, beautiful uh, chair. Okay. Oh, the delivery itself the de- costs three hundred. The delivery $400? itself, yes. And and and, oh and and can I also say, you're paying fifteen hundred dollars for an armchair, and it's made with two toned faux leather. Like what? That's I mean, where's the money going? <laughs> licensing true licensing (laughs) yeah i don't know i i looked up the the dewback couch that seemed like a much better investment than this though that one i think was also ten thousand dollars so maybe not (laughs) but but if i would rock this chair but take a look at the last picture you can ask them about custom upholstery choices to match your style i do like the purple though yeah yeah you gotta go default like (laughs) you gotta go classic yeah that's what i'm saying so yeah and i love i love that there's two pictures of the same guy posing in the chair in different poses but look how happy he is (laughs) he looks very happy (laughs) oh that's great yes i do love the mandalorian skull plaque thing they made the mythosaur pretty sweet yeah yeah mythosaur do do you guys want to just look at their stuff real quick because they have a lot of really cool stuff so aside from doing the uh just expensive stuff aside from just doing the emperor's throne they also do uh custom themed furniture so i love the table yeah so they have a millennium falcon uh flying through the asteroids as a coffee table han solo and hollow chest table i want it so bad hollow chest they have a han solo and carbonite coffee table they have a han solo and carbonite desk if you want that uh they have like a vintage collector case table i mean they have tons and tons of stuff but again you're dropping thousands Yo, of dollars. Yo, this carbonite desk is nuts. Isn't it? Oh my god. They have Listen, cool it's basically a, a a a desk, but it has Han Solo and carbonite, on it. <laughs> and it's it's ten thousand dollars. Like what? Like what? And I it will cost you a thousand dollars just to get it delivered. Yes. I I'm trying to imagine what it would be like if I was like meeting a boss one day and I and I go in and I open the door and she's standing behind <laughs> this desk that has like a clear case with a frozen Han Solo in it. Well, you'd know who you'd like you'd want to work with. That's true. That's true. If it were me, I'd freak out. But I I think I'd be a little concerned. I think that's a <laughs> at home kind of desk. And if you're like, you know what, <laughs> oh, they don't yeah. have what I want. If you go to their website, they uh, they take one-of-a-kind requests. So it says here, the ultimate in Star Wars living and one-on-one attention. We can create the custom Star Wars furniture and decor items you've always dreamed of for your home, fan cave, or workplace, or unique versions of our products better suited to your needs, style, or space. Due to the time involved in custom creations, we can only take a limited number of these projects each year. So... That is such a cool setup that that they have. That is awesome i see like 18 things i want and now i'm trying to imagine all the things i could have we need to become millionaires so we can have star wars rooms oh my gosh i wonder if i could just like when i ever get married just say give me for the fund 
for Regal Robot where I could just <laughs> craft the Star Wars item Time of my Time to get dream. married to the Regal Robot CEO. Hey, okay. And if you look, it's the same guy in most of these pictures with that giant smile. <laughs> that guy? <laughs> well, he should be happy. He has some cool, cool stuff. Seriously. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Regal Robot. If you got some money, drop it. Now, if you need yeah. something to, you know, invest in and you like Stormtroopers, the what? New Zealand Mint has a one ounce pure gold Stormtrooper coin for only $2,500. Okay. I mean, yeah, you're paying for the licensing and the price of that <laughs> price gold. Of the gold. <laughs> and if you don't like Stormtroopers, they also have Jabba the Hutt, Palpatine, oh Darth Vader, Darth Maul, Boba Fett. I mean, there's so many choices. They're all, They're all the same. Can I also say that it's amazing that for the Star Wars licensed gold coins, they just picked all the bad guys yep. because they know that that's who's like, yeah. Should also mention that they have silver coins, which are dramatically. But cheaper we're talking about than... the expensive things. Come on, we all have ten thousand like, dollars. But you could get the same coin in <laughs> silver for eighty-five bucks. If I had a twenty-five hundred dollar still an gold oh, yeah. job of that, because that job of coin, like that's exactly who I would want on my two thousand dollar gold coin that java with that pose being like yeah yeah, yeah. i'm on a gold coin yeah i mean unfortunately <laughs> i'd probably sell it just so i could have some money for a few months but, or uh... you just don't buy it and you already have that money <laughs> well i meant like if i already had oh, it yeah. you know it's like yeah if i somehow came across a the, gold coin the best part is that the on the back side is the queen yes so i believe because these are coming from the new zealand mint technically they are uh legal currency in new zealand not that you're going to use this as a one dollar coin but it's part of their currency head on down to the kfc with your <laughs> stormtrooper coin you got changed for this <laughs> sir you still owe us seven dollars <laughs> yeah. yeah so not only yeah, you have Jabba the Hutt on the front, and then the Queen, Queen Elizabeth II on the back. That is that alone, as as legal tender, as as gold that you can exchange for goods. That's that's kind of beautiful, actually. It is. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. All right. Well, this next one is only for for listeners who may be like millionaires. Yeah, because your starting cost is one hundred thousand dollars. What? So for uh, on December eleventh, they're going to be having an auction what is this bonham's auction house they have uh mm-hmm. the original concept uh sketchbooks for the costumes wow for, for empire for strikes empire back. strikes back this is crazy because we talked about this guy we talked about john mm-hmm. molo when we did our costumes and stuff episode mm-hmm. this is crazy yeah and you're looking wow. at rebels yeah. you're looking at imperials I mean, everything that we saw Hoth-wise, even, I mean, Cloud City, you're looking at, uh, what's his name, uh, Lobot's outfit in these sketches. I mean, this has everything in there, and it's pretty easy to recognize who they are. I have to say, too, I'm happy that they, like, scanned the uh-huh. whole sketchbook yeah. and put it on here, because that means that you don't have, we don't have to spend all this money to look at it. And they're, like, and they're high-res scans, too. You can zoom in. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah, great. That's very cool. So cool. Yeah, we'll cool, we'll cool, and cool. this whole list of all these things oh. we'll be posting on our Facebook. We'll we'll try to post pictures too. That way they'll be in they'll be in the show. Oh yeah, notes in the show notes too. too. That way you can, you know, go shopping and buy stuff that you can't afford. Buy a sketchbook. Yeah. This is so cool. <laughs> There's like a section where he says bounty hunters and he's like sketching out like 
little insignias that he's trying to make up. That is so cool. The creative process, amazing. Yeah, it's very cool. I was looking at some of the other stuff in this auction, and it is all just as expensive. <laughs> Any other Star Wars things? Uh, not that I see. It's mostly like paintings, like <laughs> paintings and fine jewelry. It's like, oh, this uh, painting from uh, 1880s. I like, like $20,000. I like the idea that like it's going to happen, but it's an online auction, right? I believe so. But it'd be funny if it was like a real auction and all these fancy people in the fancy dress came to get their fancy paintings. And then like one dude shows up in like a stormtrooper costume oh, if, and drops a hundred thousand. If you have that kind of money, book. you're coming as Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. And you're going to have the voice module there. $2,000. <laughs> oh, my God. How badass would that be? $2,000. We will start the bidding. $100,000. Or it's going to be a guy as Palpatine just sitting in that throne. Yeah. I will start the bidding at $150,000. But yeah, that's that's our list of stuff for the holidays. There's tons. There's so much more out there. But these are just some of the fun things. Oh, yeah. What, yeah. What's number one on your list for... For the holiday, Alex. Uh, that Jar Jar Binks tongue candy. <laughs> no, I, I think I think right now, the the number one thing that I'm I'm, I'm trying to get are some uh, some socks. I want to get more Star Wars socks. Because the hard nice. thing about collectibles is, no one knows what I have, and I'm the only one that really knows what I have. So I no one usually gets me anything like that. But Star Wars socks. Alex, I might have some good news for you. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh did you get him star wars socks well really i'll tell cute. you right now because it's not a it's not a present you were going to get on christmas anyway uh we got you and megan uh sock advent calendars oh, that are star yeah, wars. oh yeah that is so cool wait what we meant to bring them to you when we went to the flea market but we forgot <laughs> but wait what do you mean by sock them? advent calendars? does that mean there's a sock every day it's it's like a pair of socks every other day. It's only mm-hmm. twelve. It's like twelve pairs, something like that. There, I don't know. That's still a lot of there's socks. There's information on yeah, that on StarWars.com. They did their own holiday gift giving list, which we pulled some of the things on there uh, out from there. But they do have that sock advent calendar. So uh, StarWars.com has that's information so on that. So great too. See, here's the problem. I'm gonna go and I'm just gonna buy this stuff for myself. <laughs> and then no one will have gotten you anything you know it's actually great um i'm I, there was a mark turn from i think it was around college where my my family just started giving me star wars stuff for christmas they're like all right we get it <laughs> you like the nice clothes and the stuff but when i give you the star wars thing you get real excited <laughs> so yeah i'm probably gonna get some cool star wars stuff this christmas that's how you do it yeah coo 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 news uh, yeah, it's time for the news. Ooh. Okay, we have a couple of news stories. So our first piece of news is actually something I watched, um, at least the first episode of it. I don't know if they released more, but they released one oh, of Oh, they released a lot. St- Oh, they did? Okay, I'll have to go look it up. Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures uh, to debut on new Star Wars Kids website and YouTube channel. 
And these are super freaking cool. So I'll read a little bit uh, from StarWars.com about what this is. Adventure awaits you and the younglings in your life in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, a new series of animated shorts that will introduce the classic themes, pivotal moments, and iconic characters from the Star Wars saga to the next generation. Debuting on the all-new StarWarsKids.com and Star Wars Kids YouTube channel on November 30th, the first six shorts combine original dialogue, music, and sound effects with bold new animation and fun and educational add-ons designed to help older fans, parents, and other mentors welcome their kids. Well, well, excuse me. Other mentors to welcome the kids in their lives to explore the galaxy far, far away. Additional shorts featuring fan-favorite characters will debut in December with regular releases following in 2019. So the first one I watched was the Luke one, which was a minute mm-hmm. long. They're only they're really yeah. short. When they say short, they're short. But, man, the animation is absolutely crazy. Like... They're so good. I saw someone compare it to like the golden books, like for kids, like that kind of art, but it's animated. They're they're fun. Yeah, right? kind of like uh, the first one. I watched the Luke one with him getting the lightsaber, and it's it's like imagine a Star Wars anime mm-hmm. intro. It's like oh, it's pretty that's much totally what, what it is. is. It's when he grabs awesome. the lightsaber and his clothes do that crazy ripple thing. Like yeah, it's like this gust of yeah. wind. It's like whoosh. so if you yeah, oh, sorry, so continue. cool. I was gonna say this trailer went viral when it came out, and um, because it, it's so cool looking, and I think the craziest thing about it is, did we know that they were gonna be doing this? I think nope. the only the Not only hint all. that we had was all of a sudden there was a report of some Star Wars uh, adventures, Galaxy of Adventures action figures, and people were like, "Well, what is Galaxy of Adventures?" And then all of a sudden this trailer dropped, and we're like, "Oh, now we know what it is." So if you go on to the uh, Star Wars Kids YouTube channel, the first six episodes are up. Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Luke versus the Wampa, R2-D2, Chewbacca, and Darth Vader. They also have three kind of like uh, fun facts videos. And as a little bonus Easter egg, they hid the first two episodes of Star Wars Resistance in that channel. So if you haven't watched them and you don't have, you know, Disney XD or Disney Go, you can watch them on YouTube. It's just, I, I just, I mean, the trailer itself is like a one minute edited piece of art. Like you could yeah. fra- frame any of those like frames. <laughs> it's, it's just so, it's really just, good. it just looks so cool. The one thing that I'm curious about is like the educational aspect because the first one definitely did not have any of that in there. I don't think there. this is meant to be educational. I think this is just straight marketing. I mean, they say in well, here that it will have fun educational add-ons designed to help all the Well, maybe it's the educational... What, what The tone that I got from that little blurb that you read was that it's indoctrination material for us adults to use on the oh. children. <laughs> to indoctrinate them into Star Wars. Educate them as to why Star how it works and why you need to love it. I, that's what right. I got from that. Well, yeah. the, the little fun fact files that they also have too, that I think is a little more about learning. They, they actually yeah. kind of give you a little more of the history of the characters. But it's like if your kid does not have the attention span for the full movie, give him these. Or give her, you know, it, there's, again, the first episodes, that's seven minutes of cartoons. It's they, so They're cool. cool. They're fun. And they're just so good at keeping secrets. They're so good at that. Okay. Yeah. This next story just gave me an idea for what I want when I have lots of money and I buy something from that regal thing. <laughs> I want these books, these beautiful, 
like oh whoops last jedi books with the different covers i want that Mm -hmm. i'm having link troubles hang on here we go all right i pulled it up star wars authors to join fans at celebration in chicago i saw one of the authors who got announced but i haven't seen the rest of these so i'm gonna go through and say all the authors who are gonna be there we've got jeffrey brown katie cook delilah dawson alexander freed timothy zahn claudia gray Kevin Scott, and also the, it's not in this article, but E.K. Johnson is also going to be Click there. Click the next link. Yeah. The next link. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, more Star Wars authors to appear. <laughs> All right, here we go. E.K. Johnston, <laughs> Justina Ireland, and Zoraida Cordova. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, assume that's how... Uh, that said, the trio will join several other incredible guests, including previously announced authors like Timothy Zahn and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So that's cool. Tons of authors from both EU and current canon. Bring your books, up. get them signed. Yeah. Uh, I got my Lost Stars signed by Claudia Gray at uh, San Francisco Comic-Con this oh, year. Lost and stars. she's very nice. Drink. She did f- absolutely for free. I don't know if they're going to be doing them for free at Celebration, but she was do you signing not, any of her Do books you usually have to pay when you're at a thing and you get a sign? Depends who yeah. it is. If mm. you do any, most of the the authors at the uh, at Comic Con at the Star Wars Pavilion, they sign for free. So my guess is, if they're selling the book there, they might be signing free too if you purchase or if you have the book. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh. Next piece of news is kind of sad <laughs> because there's just a whole chronicle of events that led up to this, and it's kind of annoying. Marvel cancels Star Wars Shadow of Vader after firing writer. Uh, so there, this was an entire drama that took place last month. Played out on Twitter. But I'll read, yeah, and I'll read the, and I think we talked about it a little bit on this show, but I, I can't I remember I think we were we very did. indirect about it. Okay. Uh, I'll read the comic book resources announcement of this. It says, Marvel Comics has officially canceled the planned Star Wars Shadow of Vader miniseries more than a month after firing writer Chuck Wendig. The best-selling author announced in October that he'd been fired from the final two issues of the miniseries because of his responses on Twitter to a dedicated campaign of harassment against him. Wendig said the harassment began shortly after the release of his 2015 novel Star Wars Aftermath, which introduced a gay character into the franchise canon. Quote, It was too much politics, too much vulgarity, too much negativity on my part. Basically, I was not civil, is what what, uh, Wendig said. However, the ultimate fate of Shadow of Vader wasn't clear until now. Marvel has notified retailers that the entire miniseries, originally intended to debut this month, has been canceled and will not be resolicited. Hmm. This isn't the first time someone who works within the Star Wars universe has faced a real world... Yeah. Well, I mean, the Just end of that is, is that Kelly Marie Tran and um, Ray... I'm sorry. Daisy... Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Um, well, Kelly Marie Tran had to get off of Twitter, and I think Daisy Ridley had really hard time on Instagram. Um, yeah, no, guys, love, love. See, when, just when you're love. jerks, we lose cool stuff. Don't be jerks. Yeah, this is why we <laughs> can't like, have legitimately nice be good this... to the people who make these worlds for us. Yeah, and and it's it sucks too because this series sounded mm-hmm. awesome, like and yeah, I, I there there's. 
It's a shame. And, and as an artist who like works as part of a collaborative effort, like never go after anyone creative for any reason. Like they are not the only reason that something happened, first of all. You know, you can't isolate these things down to one person, even if you have some egregious problem with whatever that art piece is. Yeah. You know. In the words of Michael Scott, never do anything to anyone for any reason, <laughs> ever. <laughs> for any reason. Well, you know, sometimes he just starts a sentence and he doesn't know where it's going to end up. Yeah. I love it. All right. This next piece of news, Disney Plus Star Wars series starring Diego Luna taps... Is it, is it Steven or Stefan Schiff? Great question. We're going to go with Steven. Stefan. We're going to go with Stefan. Stefan Schiff. I am changing my mind all the time. <laughs> uh, the recently announced Star Wars series for Disney's upcoming family-focused streaming service, Disney Plus, based Rogue One, a Star Wars... Oh my goodness, this sentence. Is being shepherded <laughs> by former The Americans executive producer, Stefan Schiff. Schiff serves as executive producer and showrunner on the live-action series, a prequel being top-lined by Rogue One's Diego Luna, reprising his role as Cassian Andor. Jared Bush from Moana originated the project and wrote a pilot script and a Bible for it, apparently. Wait, what did... did what Jared Bush Moana? What is Jared... No, Jared Bush, who worked on Moana. What did he do a, for Moana? Uh, I'm going to assume that he was a screenwriter interesting well yeah it says that he originated the project and wrote a pilot script and like the show bible basically what is happening on this deadline article though do you see how halfway down the like font changes where they clearly (laughs) copied and pasted something from a different article like come on which yeah it changes from like new times roman to like uh to the ubuntu calling you out deadline calling you out um, but is that, did we already talk about this? We couldn't have the Nick Nolte news. No, we did not. Uh, we talked about the show being announced, but we didn't know about the Is, that, is that in the news or well, do we just w- Wasn't that, that one of those things where we, it was confirmed, but not really confirmed? Like there was a lot of so back and what, forth. We're, what we're talking about is Nick Nolte. And Nick Nolte was the thing that was like confirmed, but not actually confirmed. It's being reported everywhere that he's on in it the mandalorian yeah. now um which you know i really only know nick nolte as a guy who was really a great actor like back in the day in the 80s 90s and then got like really drunk and had that horrible dui picture so i don't know much about him but you know let's bring it on i like it i like an old rogue added to the cast let's I'm do down. it mm-hmm <laughs> Josh has no thoughts. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Gloria Katz, American graffiti writer and Star Wars script Doctor, dies at 76. Mm. Uh, she apparently worked on all kinds of things. Katz and her husband penned the screenplay for Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which is criminally underrated, Wonderful in my opinion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is, damn it. Hey, honestly... It's, 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 a it's fun my movie. favorite of all the Indiana Jones movies. Where else are you going to see a guy get his heart taken out, Indiana Jones drink blood from a severed head, and then the same guy that got his heart taken out get dipped into a volcano? Nowhere. Pretty yeah. metal. <laughs> it's a fun movie. Uh, yeah, she also uh, helped write American Graffiti. This is cool. Uh, or did she doctored uh, the script for 
Star Wars because apparently the original script wasn't very good. And Lucas apparently just told her to polish it and write anything you want. And then I'll go over it and see what I need. I love that. That's like the best, you know, instructions ever. Um, she also said, George didn't want anyone to know we worked on the script. So we were in a cone of silence. I find mm, that interesting. That is weird. Yeah. But then it says uh, she wrote about 30% of the film's dialogue and probably helped. Uh, that, that doesn't surprise me. And helped with Leia. Yeah. Lucas has said in the past that he is not good with dialogue. Even he admits it. He should have called her for uh, yeah. the second, the freaking second <laughs> film. <laughs> the, the I hate sand. Oh, the the, the I hate sand. <laughs> why? Why can't I uh, attack the clothes? <laughs> you know what I hate more than anything in the world? Sand. Well, th- thank you, Gloria, for your contribution. Mm. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Gloria. Mm-hmm. A study by the University of Turin has shown that The Wizard of Oz is the most influential film of all time, just beating Star Wars. Can I say I hated the way that this was presented on news outlets. It drives me nuts. It's a list. The 20 most influential films. (laughs) Number two is Star Wars and number one is The Wizard of Oz. And you cannot find an article anywhere that presents it like, here's a list of the most influential films. Yeah, they're just like, oh, Star Wars was the most influential. Now it isn't. it's like, uh, it's like okay everyone fun fact uh star wars is the second most prof- profitable intellectual property on earth does anyone know what the first one is pokemon yes i knew that. have i told you did you did you know that or are you guessing i knew that Pikachu. Oh, okay. i probably shouldn't have guessed if i knew it yeah no nope. yes pokemon is the most <laughs> The highest grossing intellectual property, international intellectual property ever. More than Star Wars. It's made more money than Star Wars has ever made ever. And it's like 40 plus years of existence. And I find that insane. All my money during like 1998 to like 2002 went to them. Yeah. Oh, you were deep into it? The the game itself, like the Nintendo, no. But the card game, oh my goodness. Oh my damn. Card game's great. (laughs) <laughs> it's a good game. Great game. Yeah. Uh, also, the game game is good. I have my little Bulbasaur over there. Oh, just hanging out. He hasn't evolved and yet. The uh, a Bulbasaur plush. No, dude, Bulbasaur is so cute. <laughs> I do like. I do like. Uh, I have a sword. Yeah, he's cool. Are you guys gonna go see? Uh... Everybody is always like, "Oh, it's Charmander or Squirtle." I'm like, "Nah, no, 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 Bulbasaur, Cloister. It's my boy. Cloister. Yeah. <laughs> Cloister." <laughs> No nah, dog, ditto. Porygon. <laughs> that Play-Doh with Porygon. googly eyes. <laughs> All right. I anyway, I should Star probably Wars. this thing. Re- researchers at the University of Turin have developed a computer program that measures the success of a film not by box office takings or positive reviews, but by how many times it is referenced in other films and how many spin-offs it engendered. They addressed more than 47,000 films and found that The Wizard of Oz... That staple of Christmas viewing starring Judy Garland and released in 1939. I don't know why I stumbled over that. Topped the list. It was followed by the original Star Wars film and Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Well, I mean, the obvious thing here is that we obviously would not have had a movie where a bunch of space wizards went romping around with a giant dog if we didn't have a movie where a girl from Kansas got wrapped up in a tornado and met a bunch of witches and talking scarecrows. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, Wizard of What's Oz funny was great. Is 
What's funny is that, uh, and they used IMDb as the as the site for the source material, and this was a this wasn't a, a computer program that was asking people. This judged it based on like all of the movies it saw. Where did it find references to things, or like callbacks or something? And I've heard of all of these movies except for one. Oh wait, is uh, it the last one? Yeah, I was the last one. Battleship po- Potemkin. Oh, Battleship I, Potemkin. Yeah, it's. I've never heard of that movie. You will probably uh, recognize the scene if you ever saw it. The famous scene is um, on these steps, and there's like a baby carriage that you've probably seen that image. A bunch of people die on these steps. Oh, I have. Yes, okay. They reference it very directly in the movie The Untouchables. Um, yeah. Yes, that scene you would know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one about the communist revolution, right? The what? That's what it is. The communist what? Revolution. Yeah, you know it's about yeah. yeah, it's about the Russians in some way. Right. I haven't seen it since film school. Um, oh, it's one yeah, of those that, film that school stairs. Yeah. <laughs> it's also referenced in uh, Naked Gun when uh, OJ is like throwing the baby, like catching all the babies. There you go. Oh that? my god, there I can't go. believe I just exactly. recognized it just that? because of that and movie. And then he goes to like <laughs> he goes to like he goes to like he gets he catches the baby and he goes to like yeah, throw he it down, down like, yeah. the, ball, the, mom, <laughs> the mom stuff. Oh, so I feel good. really bad that oh, I, I figured that out which movie that was based off of a naked gun reference by the by a man <laughs> who may or may not have killed his wife. Like oh yeah. Oh he definitely My favorite did. part of that movie is yeah. when they go to the docks for the murder and they have the chalk mm-hmm. outline floating in the water oh, it's just such a uh, that should have been number one. Oh my god that's so funny that should have been number one naked gun yeah oh man but yeah uh i find that interesting yeah all of the news articles that i saw did not right cover it correctly right it's like, just a list i think that they probably saw like the, when you read this headline, it doesn't, and this is a Jedi news article. The way they headlined it, it's it's not like reported correctly. It's yeah. reported from the Star Wars perspective. I would have I, and I realize it's because of uh, SEO because I this is a thing that I do for a living. Like, you have to put things like up front so that search engines can like find them easier. But like a proper headline would have been like computer program find they're like you know ai finds wizard of oz more influential than star wars no, or something or how like about like that. ai but, finds that star Wars or wizard of oz comma star wars comma what's the third one are the most influential movies of all time like why does it exactly. have to be so negative all the time i mean it's reported this way because it's a star wars outlet yeah but at the same time, yeah, like this, it, this happens all the time in science reporting. I was going to say too. this is exactly like studies where they read, yeah. they misinterpret one line. They read the opening line and they go, "Whoa!" And then, Ugh, and it's then, exhausting. Yeah. I, John Oliver has a great piece on that. Anyway, does he? Mm-hmm. I'll have to find it. I usually watch that show, but I haven't been keeping up. I need to. I need to go big. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny about this next one, Alex? The uh, the filming mm-hmm. in Jordan thing is like, I feel like all of the star Wars Newsnet articles have, lately have just been about how like they're filming in Jordan. It's like, I get it. <laughs> well, <laughs> to be fair, there, there hasn't been that much uh, episode nine news to be fair though. They just started filming it. Not that long. Well, no August. They started yeah. in August. They, they've been filming yeah. it for a couple months. But again, yeah. 
but they're and not they're keeping done. it so tight-lipped yeah. that i mean there's only so much that can come out yeah but uh they're filming in jordan that's the news yeah, and this news story is no. not even news. It's just them doing their due diligence, you know, like thanking the country of Jordan. I mean, this is like something that a yeah. PR person told them they had to do. In They're order basically to... just like, yo, shout out to the Jordan government and the military for helping it's us like, out. It's like, thank you. Yes, everything's fine. Yeah. It's like, cool. Handshake, handshake. We get to yeah. do it here. Everything's dope. Yeah. We're, We're fine all here. fine here. <laughs> <laughs> How are well, you? But it just in, but that being said, very interesting very cool jordan's obviously a very old and beautiful oh, yeah. nation so it's i'm very excited to see what locations they've found um how long do you think we'll get yep. how long do you think it'll be until we get a good leaked site picture Oof. i mean if you th- think about how yeah. long it took um, for us to get force awakens and the last jedi i mean we already have some i saw i saw them not the ones that were proven they were fake, fake there ones, were yeah. ones. Well, but there were real oh, ones really? that i saw yeah, oh, but the they don't with, show anything. The ones with it's the literally dirt. just people standing Yeah, but I mean, like, so when, when we got the, the Force Awakens, we had the Jakku junkyard. Like, we got really good shots from TMZ. When we had the Force Awakens, we had, um, what was the casino, country, the casino planet called again? Yeah, we saw, we saw the, the Canto yeah, Bite, Canto like, Bite sorry. streets. S- something very, like, you can tell it's Star Wars. I wonder how long it'll be until we get, like, the butt of a ship or something. Mm. Mm. who knows but speaking of force awakens check out these five previously <laughs> unreleased behind the scenes photos from the force awakens hey. uh, if you you can see them on um star wars Newsnet. there's a couple of them they're they're basically like just behind the scenes photos of like weird things like there's uh Mark Hamill standing in the middle of like a capture thing, which I assume they were capturing him for like a hologram. Mm, or like maybe at some point in the plot there was supposed it, to be a hologram. They could also just be him. recording his the costume too, like a digital scan. Because you look at all the cameras, they're getting mm, all around him. Yeah, true. Well, off you were, but here's the thing: if you were going to make a hologram take of it you would want oh, a true, 360 yeah. because that's the way that the star wars mm-hmm. holograms work mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you would you would want that so i don't know but it, it's not like it matters it's not in the movie and then there's this uh photo of a guy who's clearly not luke dressed as luke i don't know what that's yeah, about what's that thing my guess this is my theory on it is that it's another hologram thing like maybe at some point in the plot they had a hologram of like luke skywalker wasn't he dope and they were getting a guy who like vaguely looked like him to pose well one one of the things (laughs) one of the things that was a rumor during the you know the force awakens times is that there was going to be a flashback scene where ray would see luke and there was the idea of you know when she holds the lightsaber and she has that giant flashback when she first sees it that luke would have been popped would have been in there so I think this kind of alludes to that rumor being a little bit true. That you, you would see Luke yeah. here. Because at the same time, this is the scene from Empire Strikes Back when he's fighting his dad. And there's the scene in her flashback where she's in the same hallway on Cloud City where Vader and Luke fight. Oh, I found it. All right. It's in oh, the article. It? Okay. Like, yeah, it's all about I'm reading this. it right now. Yeah. Yeah. It says... 
Uh, and it's about the force. It says the force back sequence in the Force Awakens vastly changed from go. its inception. According to call sheet information received by MillenniumFalcon.com, it was initially conceived as showing how the Skywalker lightsaber ended up in Maz's hands, Ooh. starting with a flashback scene of Luke losing it along with his hand on Bespin. Uh, from a different angle, the vision would also double as an explanation of how Kylo Ren fell to the dark That's side. That's a lot to get done in a flashback. And the two, yeah, and the two storylines would intersect with Kylo Ren obtaining the lightsaber Ooh. from the village. He raided with the other Knights of Ren, and then Maz managing to steal it back from them. Well, while they they were wow, resting. that's a whole movie unto itself. <laughs> I know. The er- that's, I think that's why they were like, ah. let's not do this, guys. <laughs> this is it's a lot. That's so funny. I will say, even all I'm that's like, that's too much. Yeah. I think yeah. all of it sounds amazing until the part where Maz, what, is just creeping out and happens to be there and takes it while Kylo's napping. Yeah, she just happens to be around. <laughs> like chilling. a Scooby Doo part, but. It's like, I'll take this. I'd, you know. I'd love to see the rest of that in some sort of animated fever dream. <laughs> Please, thank you. I mean, we might learn about that in episode nine, and then if we don't, who cares? <laughs> this poor guy. <laughs> It this, probably wasn't that important, this, you know? This poor guy who thought he was going to be in the new Star Wars movie as Luke Skywalker. And- I I don't know. I feel like if you get on a call sheet for something like this, I think you expect that you might not even be in it. And whatever. But- I'd print out that picture and, like, hang it on oh, my I'd, wall. I'd, I'd, I'd go. That dude's going to exactly, be at conventions. I was going to say that. You know, you know <laughs> he's been to a few conventions. They're like, man, this guy's just in his cosplay. Why do we want a picture of this? now yeah he's like i was almost in force <laughs> awakens and he has like all of these pictures printed out it really does look like i'm a sure kid. he's a nice man i'm making oh fun no of it's, him, but... it's but cool. it does look like from glamour shots it does. it's like just like yeah, it does yeah that's <laughs> <Looked> great <laughs> all right last one it's a pretty fun one uh star wars star mark hamill reacts to crime oh, yeah. story about suspect named luke skywalker just read this story it's short uh, but fun do you want me to read it? <laughs> read it's, the whole it's story? It's like one paragraph. All right. Sentencing a child to carry the name Luke Skywalker through his life is more of a crime than violating probation on a theft charge. According to Star Wars actor Mark Hamill, who recently reacted to... God. Okay, can I just say, why are we writing about all this? Like, ugh. Why are we writing news articles about tweets? Yes, like just people, like someone, someone reacted to something. Isn't that hilarious? It's like that's not news. Yeah, I get mean, here. these people got to get paid. I guess so. So that's it. That's the whole story. That's the whole story. It's 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 that's what Mark Hamill said. Some guy and then he put Luke hashtag Skywalker. also too short for a stormtrooper. But he he he. Oh yeah, I mean he's five six, but yeah. Yeah, whatever. That's funny. His name is Luke funny, Sky funny. Space Walker. Yes. Yes. So. Well, his real name is Luke Walker, but they were like, oh, man, his middle name is Sky. Well, hilarious? his parents named him Luke Sky. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's yeah. Wonderful parenting. I think the real lesson here is that you should definitely name your kid after Chewbacca. Star oh. Wars, because if worst case scenario they get arrested, that's when you'll get a shout out from Mark Hamill on Fox so, Thirteen yep. News Win-win. from Florida. <laughs> yep. Cool. Get cool. ready for. I don't know. I don't know what I was about to say. <laughs> Sometimes I just start saying things. I think it's time for Creature of the Week. <laughs> yeah, it is time for Creature of the Week. Good job, Bob. 
They want to wonder. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. I chose a unique one this week. Oh, you're on the way. Scranton Area Paper Company, Dunder Mifflin, apologizes to value client. Some companies still know how business is done. <laughs> it's the, worst the best headline. <laughs> it's like full of opinion. And, and you have to say it using your hands for every word. Scranton Area Paper <laughs> Company, and then you go down the line. Dunder Mifflin. All right, Creature of the Week. Local paper company apologizes for blank. I dare I fixed it. I have a degree. <laughs> Literally have a degree in this. I'm not crying myself to sleep. Anyway. <laughs> Our creature of the week is the coffee. Coffee? Gotta have my morning coffee. Uh, a coffee was a slightly curved. Okay, hang on. <laughs> I'm imagining like someone they're like it's like oh, Jim do you have the name of that Star Wars creature and he's like oh god and he's like rustling his papers like he doesn't know what to do and he looks over and he sees his morning cup and he's like uh, co- coffee he's like brilliant and slap it on oh boy alright a coffee was a slightly curved double why it's is this just, just a dagger alright alright it'll make sense you It'll always get the weird ones. <laughs> Slightly curved double-edged dagger used by the Yuzan Vong in close quarters combat. The weaponized form of the coffee eel. Ooh. The daggers were approximately 20 centimeters long. And like all Yuzan Vong technology, fully organic and alive. Wow. The, co- the, cof- the coffee <laughs> was used by Kazrak slave soldiers as their main weapon due to their short, stocky stature. Coffees were often used as a last resort in the first choice of suicide for honor-driven warriors. Wow. Do you f- do do you think they fed nope. their coffees? Fed them oh. with blood, probably. Oh, I love how I solved the mystery. I love how deep legends is. They often say they also say how the blades were mm-hmm. cleaned, and they have a whole yeah. other Wikipedia page for that. Weird. The, you guys always bring up those Yuzon Vong all the time. These heavy metal aliens. I feel like we need to have a book club that's just the entire invasion Yes, arc. that would actually be fun. I, I I would love to do that. I haven't read them. I need to. I have no, I mean, I haven't read them but either. But I mean, we get some There's coffee. There's so much and, information. You know. <laughs> read some bookcase. There is just so much of these guys. For, for as gracious. weird as they are, like they really fleshed them out. Like I have to give them kudos for that. Like they did a really good job calling all this stuff out. They'll come back. Hey, There's no way that you can have a Wikipedia page were, this long and they not were this come back. close to coming back in Clone Wars. Yeah, I can't wait. They were. They were. <laughs> and their coffee. <laughs> Cold. <laughs> Coffee. 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 <laughs> Coffee. Coffee. Uh, yes. Yes. Wheezy. Dude, I, I, you know what? Back on the Pokemon <laughs> while, while we're here. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Coughing. 
Underrated. Yes. Okay, you know what makes me so sad about coughing is that he's so happy, you know, and wonderful, yeah. and right? And then he becomes wheezing, and he's just like an eternal eternal torment. He has like a tumor head. He's like, well, wheezing. you know how like anglerfish. <laughs> The male grasps onto the female and, like, forever becomes a parasite. I feel like that's what happens to this species of Pokemon. I did not know that Yes, about the fish. anglerfish does that. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Slash depressing. That's, like, really yeah. codependent. Yeah. Coffee. Weezing. No, it's not like that. It's like, Weezing. We got you. He's, it's like, he's like, kill me. Pikachu. I can't wait for the movie, by the oh, way. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. <sighs> that movie. The trailer's it's gonna be so just bombastic. So when, when and crazy. do we get a Pokemon-style game for all the Star Wars characters? <sighs> you mean like the po- like a Pokemon yeah, battle I would, treatment? I, would... I don't think we ever get that. Instead of you know finding Pikachu's, you find Rancors. I thought yeah. didn't we have the idea that the it would be a bounty hunter? The bounty hunter, hunter yeah. yeah. We should. <laughs> I think we should. I don't think that ever happens. The Harry Potter yeah, one looks cool it though. Does. It sounds cool. Cool. You know. Cool. Like the idea that like everyone who's playing is like in the know and everyone else is a muggle. It's really smart. Yeah. Really, really smart. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of Long Time Ago Radio. If you'd like to find out more about the show, you can go to a starwarspodcast.com and if you'd like to help contribute to the show, even a dollar a month helps us out tremendously and gives you access to all of our expanded content. You can go to patreon.com slash radio. Once again, a dollar a month gets you access to a bunch of watch-along content that you do not get on this feed. Um, and if you want to follow me personally, you can do so on Twitter at the Jawa Josh. And where can the folks find you? If you want to find me, you can find me at Rebecca June Lane on Twitter or Instagram. And our official Twitter is at LTA underscore radio. You can find me on Instagram, Dapper underscore Fett. Our Instagram is at LTL. Sorry, rewind. You can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Dapper underscore Fett. Our Instagram is at. Oh my god. At LTA. I don't know why I keep forgetting what it is. We're trying to post a lot more there. You can do it. You guys said it for me. That's where it is. Go there. It's the same as our Twitter Facebook.com slash long time ago radio. We'll post pictures of yes. some of these really cool items, especially the Wookiee family picture, because you have to see so it. So good. <laughs> I'm definitely going to take a picture of the uh, Christopher Lee thing in the famous yes. monsters yeah. issue. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll do that soon. That's so cray cray. All right, everybody. May the force be with you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.